Welcome to the Food Therapy Podcast, where we talk honestly and openly about mental health, diet culture, BS, and food freedom. We're your co-hosts. I'm Brittany Modell, owner of Brittany Modell Nutrition and Wellness. And I'm Lauren Sharp, owner of Empower Method Nutrition. We are food freedom registered dietitians who have struggled with mental health, poor body image, and disordered eating behaviors. We are on a mission to dismantle diet culture, normalize conversations around mental health, and empower you as you heal your relationship with food and your body. Let's get talking. Hello, and welcome back to the Food Therapy Podcast. What's up, Britt? Hey, what's going on? Today, we're just going to chat through all the things of summer weddings. I mean, there's just always something that is related to your body needing to be a certain size. There's always some sort of event. There's always some sort of pressure, whether you're going to see Aunt Gertrude and she's going to comment on your body or you are summer's coming up and you're worried about, you know, what bathing suits you're going to wear and yada, 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 which I think that's another good um, topic is like bathing suits. I just got a really good one from Anthropology because I had a gift card there. I love Anthropology. Yeah. The brand was, I think it's called Dippin' Dots and it's really good quality because these days bathing suits can literally be like three hundred dollars yeah insane. it's every i think everything is just inflated it's insane and then i also just ordered one from good american because i was like i need to start i don't know if you've seen on tiktok those like capsule wardrobes yes need that because i need to stop buying these like trendy things and yeah especially with bathing suits like although i got another one did I already say that? I think I just said that. I got another one from Good American and it just looks like it's like going to be really good. I just need things that are good quality that I feel good in rather than like these like trendy things. That and staples. I, I think staples. that's actually yeah. a great segue into summer clothes. So mm-hmm. I, you know, a lot of my clients that I'm working with right now, they recognize that the weather is changing. Perhaps like their body has have also changed and they're kind of stuck in this situation of, well, I need clothes. Like I I need something. And I think for many people, sometimes there's this hesitation to buy new clothes if you're not happy in the body that you're in. And what I say to that is regardless of the body size that you're in, regardless of whether or not you are happy or feel comfortable it's so important to still wear clothing that fits, not only for a comfort reason, but also it's like a way to respect your body. Wearing clothes that are too tight, first of all, is like incredibly triggering and will only remind you of your body more, but it's also a sign to your body of you're not worthy of buying new clothes for. So, you know, if you maybe don't think you'll stay in this body size or whatever the reason is, you don't have to go out and buy an entire new wardrobe. Like maybe financially, it's just not something that's feasible for you right now. Are you able to buy a few like core staple pieces? Maybe it's shorts or a dress, um, something that's a little bit more lightweight that can kind of last you through the next, you know, warm season. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, the shorts are a whole nother, don't even get me started. 
I have yet to find shorts that I don't ride up my butt. Like I just, yeah. And it, and then yeah. you, you know, I was experiencing like chafing too. Like it's just not comfortable. So making yeah. sure that shorts can kind of stay down, that they're not rubbing up against you. And I always look for comfort because there are certain things that have you, um, you know, recognize your body more. One of those is when you're hot. Like if there's mm. a season change or a temperature change, when you're feeling hot, you feel your body more. And yes. so if that's the case, like we want clothing that doesn't feel too tight and too small because that's going to further trigger those negative body image thoughts. So wearing things that are maybe a bit more loose or free flowing, lightweight, more comfortable overall. Yes. I'm all about the comfort. It's so interesting you say that too, because it's so true that when you're hot and uncomfortable, you feel your body more. And when you said that, like my immediate thought was like, I don't know if anybody else does this, but like when I really have to pee and I'm in public and someone's behind me, I'm like so uncomfortable. I don't know why. Um, but like, I'm just so uncomfortable and I'm like worried about my body and like, I don't know, it's a bizarre thing, but that's not, it doesn't have anything to do with the size of my body, but it's like this discomfort that makes me uncomfortable in my body. And then same thing with like the heat where it's like, okay, you feel more uncomfortable in your body, but it's not your body itself. So it's separating that like emotional discomfort from the physical discomfort, because a lot of times we take emotional discomfort and we create physical discomfort and vice versa. Um, Or we take physical discomfort and we turn it into emotional discomfort and make it worse for ourselves. So, And I also think, yeah, I was going to say like, there's a little bit of body blame that happens too. So, you know, if somebody is sweating a lot, it's, I think someone might blame their body. Like, well, because of the body that I'm in, the size body, like I'm sweating more. And that almost creates this like shame, perpetual shame cycle. And so what I'm hearing you say is like, how can we kind of separate the two out? Recognize like, yeah, like I'm feeling uncomfortable right now. It is really warm outside. I am sweating. I'm, you know, I live in New York and there is literally nothing worse than being hot on a subway, like on a subway platform. Oh my God. Um, When there's no air. No, it's a terrible feeling that might cause someone to experience discomfort and create that like body blame in that moment. A hundred percent. So let's talk about events and chances are there's some things that are probably coming up for you. I mean, I literally have something planned until like the second weekend of June, like there's just this time of year is just insanity. So thinking about, I mean, for me, I have a bachelorette in not mine, not yet in Fort Lauderdale. So that's a big thing with, you know, you're with a lot of girls and different body sizes. And it's so interesting how my perspective and mindset has changed around body image where now it's less of like, oh, let me obsess over the girl that like is quote unquote the smallest and then more so embrace like, wow, look at how different all of our bodies are. Like even like I joined um, City Fitness down the road because I was like, I need to stop. Like I need to get out of my house because I work from home. I work out at home. Like I need to get out and it's been a game changer for me. But 
so I see so many different like body sizes and everything. I'm like, wow, it's so interesting. Like you girls are probably the same size gene, but like you, your bodies look completely different. Just yeah. like where and, your hip hits right. or whatever it is. Yeah. And I, I will say like, we should both acknowledge that there is definitely a level of like privilege where, you know, we reside in straight size bodies because yeah. I have heard from clients who are in larger size bodies where they are most definitely like the biggest person or they consider mm-hmm. themselves the largest person yeah. at an event or at a weekend. Mm-hmm. And that in itself can be, again, like really triggering for some yeah. people. So just acknowledging like there's privilege here and right. and validating that. Like it's, it's, it is hard. And at the same time, is there a way to kind of take a step back and remember like, why are you there in the first place? Like you're there because your friend is getting married. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you're getting married and you are celebrating with people that you love and two things can exist. Like, yeah, like it, I'm sure it does feel uncomfortable and there might be this sense of shame or guilt that's there. And can we also recognize like what else is happening this weekend? Like what else are you there for? What are you doing? How can you kind of stay present and zoom out in those situations? Yeah. And if you're thinking like, how can I mentally prepare for a weekend like that? I love thinking about kind of what Britt just said, but thinking about how do I want this weekend to go? What do I want to like almost get out of it? Sounds weird, but like, what do I want to get out of it? How do I want to leave feeling? And again, easier said than done if you're uncomfortable in your body and all the things, but other than how you want to feel in your body, how do you want to feel that weekend? Is there like certain people that you want to reconnect with? Is there, um, you know, are you, do you want to like make sure that you're, I know a big one is photos where it's like, I literally avoided photos and now I have no photos with your mom. I forgot I was who, who I was watching the other day, but she's like, I have no photos with my two older kids because I avoided the camera. So what are your intentions of the weekend and how do you want to feel? Like if you had the best weekend ever, what would that look like? Yes. Yeah. This actually goes so well into this like next topic and that has to do with events and specifically weddings. So I'm getting married, you know, next weekend and I work with a few brides. I have worked with a few brides and I actually gave a talk yesterday to a group of psychotherapists. And in the Q&A, one of them asked me, you know, what what would you tell somebody who's a bride, which is, you know, right now it's a really triggering time. There was a lot of pressure. Is it smart to start the process of intuitive eating? Is it, you know, is it something that they can emotionally handle? And I truly think that this is a person by person dependent situation. Mm -hmm. And what I said to her, which is what reminds me what you just said is, what is their hope for the weekend? Is there hope exclusively on body size and photos and how they look? Because, you know, that's, they're entitled to feel that way, Mm -hmm. but are they hoping to be present? Are they hoping to not be hangry the entire day and moody? Are they hoping to be you know, focused on their partner and their friends and family. Because looking into, you know, my own wedding, I've had years of doing this work. And I can understand how difficult it would be to start this work right before a really big milestone, a big moment in someone's life. So I, you know, I tell 
brides all the time, like it's, it's your body. Like you have a hundred percent body autonomy to do what you want to do. I will not judge you, whatever you decide, but can we kind of think about that moment, that, that day, like, how do you want to feel? And, you know, both of us are getting married and there definitely is pressure. And what I will say is there are probably going to be photos that I don't like. There are probably going to be things that are captured that I'm like, I don't, I just, I don't like that photo, but I know I'm going to look like myself. I'm going to look back at photos and videos and be like, that was my body at that point in time. That's been my body for years. I did not starve my body. I did not change my body. And I, I can accept both things. Like, yeah, I might not like every single photo. I might not love how I'm looking all day long and I'm coming in as me. Yes. I think that's such a good point. And even if you were to diet or be in a smaller body, you would still have to hold the duality of you're not yes. going to like every single photo. So it's 100%. like, would you rather be in a body that you're still not going to be comfortable with every single photo and be miserable or, you know, be able to actually enjoy your day. But I think that's such an important point of like, it really depends on where you're at in your journey. If you like are two months out from your wedding and you're like, okay, all I care about is looking good in the photos. Like chances are your readiness to change is not going to be quite nearly as where it needs to be, you're probably going to end up making yourself more miserable. Um, which doesn't mean that intuitive eating isn't for you by any means, but if you're already stressed out, I mean, change in life, no matter what type of change it is, if you're trying to change from a place of like this stress and anxiety, like it's going to be a lot harder than trying to change from a place of like feeling very supported and relaxed throughout the process. And what I've noticed is, you know, my stress levels are all time high. Like I am not sleeping well at all. I'm waking up, like I woke up two days ago, one o'clock in the morning, went to the couch and was working on table seatings because I just couldn't sleep. Like I'm like, I have to put these thoughts onto paper. Mm -hmm. So that in itself, like the not sleeping part, the feeling anxious and just feeling overwhelmed is a lot of stress in my body. I can't imagine what it would be like adding a really intense diet and exercise regimen onto that because my body, I'm like at like my peak stress. Like I can't handle any more stress. And I'm really focused on eating foods that help me to feel good. Like I'm eating foods that I feel good in and that, um, you know, feel good eating and hydrating. I I'm not really drinking alcohol for the next you know, few weeks, because to me, like that increases my anxiety and it decreases my quality of sleep Two of things, which I just don't need right now. Mm-hmm. And plus like my skin looks better when I don't drink. I'm going to be honest about that too. <laughs> um, but I can't imagine what it would be like micromanaging every single calorie that went into my mouth. Like the I thought of that is so exhausting to me and so stressful. So like yeah. going into my dress, it, my my, you know, choosing my dress, I intentionally chose a dress that was comfortable, but also that wasn't skin tight because I'm of course getting my period the Friday of my wedding weekend. No, of course. No, you're Literally, not. My, my events start Friday the 5th. I'm getting my period on Friday the 5th. It's a sick yeah. joke. So I don't have to worry about it now though. I usually feel bloated and I feel distended. It's okay. Like I am 
choosing things that I'm going to feel comfortable yep. wearing. Yep. Oh my God. That's so annoying. Like, I'm sorry of all 30 days. Like, yeah. It's, it's a sick joke. That is sick. <laughs> and now I'm like PMSing. Everything's making me cranky. I'm ravenous. It's really fun. <laughs> oh, love that. Oh my God. You're, um, what was it? Trader Joe's haul? Yes. Day? That was like a good haul. It was a, it was a needed haul. It was a really good haul. Yeah. And then you're like breakfast on sourdough the next day or whatever it was. I was like, oh, yum. Delicious. Delicious. And it's interesting too. Like I was talking to my best friend because at my bridal shower, I could not eat. My adrenaline was so high that they were bringing food out and I'm like, I'll, I'll eat later. I'll eat later. I physically couldn't eat. And finally we sat down and like my main, like the meal that I was eating just was not appetizing. I got a steak salad. So I was eating the fries and I was able to have the dessert because I'm like that I could get down. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking for my actual wedding day, my friend was like, you need to come up with a plan to make sure that you are eating like a solid breakfast to have mm-hmm. lunch and make sure that you're having enough food because when that adrenaline and stress hits, it like wipes out your appetite. Oh yeah. Completely. Yeah. Um, so that's like kind of be my focus is like making sure there's something that I know that I will be willing to eat the day of, like when I'm doing hair and makeup, yep. when a million questions were coming at me. So I think that's like a good takeaway for any event. Yes, a hundred percent. And all of the like I just can't even I I was thinking about I mean your wedding is obviously a lot closer than mine. Mine is about a year. Yours is about two. It comes up though. I'm telling you. (laughs) Before you know it. But I've been thinking about uh my wedding day too, where I'm like, I don't think I'll be able to like have coffee that morning or anything. That Mm. would just like peak my anxiety. Um and you won't need it. (laughs) You're gonna be like running on energy. Exactly. So but all that to say, you know, I, I get it. Like events are stressful, but you know, what we talked about before we even started recording is that there is always going to be something mm-hmm. and there will always be this external pressure from our society to look a certain way, whether it's for your wedding day or after you have a baby and like you want to bounce back from your baby mm-hmm. or, you know, you have a birthday party or a vacation, like there's always something and it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. Like, what would it be like to just be at peace and just be able to live with that duality, recognize, yep, this is my body. Not always going to love myself when I look in the mirror. That's okay. Yep. But there's just like a level of acceptance. Yep. And again, with the, you're not going to always love what you see in the mirror. You're not always going to love what you see in the mirror when you, if you're trying to lose weight either. You know, like there's never, it's almost like, I always say this a lot in business where I'm like, there's no arrival. Like you think that you, oh, once I get to this size, it's going to be great. There's always a new size that you want to be. And then it just becomes this disorder of nothing is ever good enough. Completely. And then you're like, oh, why couldn't I just been happy with yep. that last income or that last, you know, weight yep. on the scale? Yep. It's, I, and I'm so fascinated by like the psychology of that. Like, what is that, that we're always just wanting more? And to an extent, like sometimes it's, it's good, right? Like say, for example, in business, I'm like, always wanting to hit that next goal. But at the right. same time, if it's taking you away from like, 
the present moment. Austin the other day literally showed me a, when I was like something on Instagram that was like, you uh, used to hope and pray for the days that you're living right now. And I'm like, shit, that's crazy to think about. Like I just wrote a post on um, my business Instagram about how my Instagram in general has helped me grow my business and all these things. And I was like writing a part of it. And I was like, I had a bunch of photos with different brands and I was like, wow, literally me quote unquote making it in the past was like getting a PR package from a brand. Right. Right. And now I'm, I was like writing all the brands down that I've worked with and I'm like, holy shit. Like my, like, you know, those videos that are like, Oh, my 19 year old self would be so proud. But it's like, when you actually think about it, you're like, damn. Yeah. Like if she actually saw where we are now, it's, That's actually a really good takeaway. And it came up in a client session yesterday, which is, can we pause and look at how far you've come? Mm -hmm. And with this, you know, work, whether it's your job or your relationships, intuitive eating, we're so quick to be like, what's next? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going fast enough. Like, I'm not seeing enough results. And a lot of that is like this hustle culture, diet culture mentality. But if you can just take a step back and be like, wow, like... I didn't think about my body until this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Like, that's cool. Like, that used to not happen. There are small ways in which we can acknowledge how far you've come and applaud that. And we don't do that enough. Totally agree. We, I mean, I I feel like I need to, I've said, I was going to do this so many times and I haven't, but I need to like set an alarm or like a day once a week whatever the frequency may be, like a few times a day, once a day, once a week to just be like, okay, what happened this week? What happened today that we can be excited and happy about? I've been, I've been doing it monthly. Um, Which is, I saw that, that that is, tell tell everyone what you've been doing monthly. Cause I looked at that. I'm like, I took a screenshot of it. Cause I'm like, that's such a great idea. It is so helpful. So I have this like massive calendar next to my desk and I'll write like big things on the month in the month on that, um, like less day to day, like a massive calendar. And then at the end of the month, I will take post-its and I will write down all the things that I am grateful for that month that I'm celebrating that month. But basically I just like celebrate the month that I got through it, that I did the thing, you know? So on like certain color post-its, I'll write personal ones. And then on certain color post-its, I'll write business ones. And it is just so helpful. Like when I reflect, I'm like, wow, I accomplished a lot. Like today I got my new, <laughs> I got my, you know, how you have to do, get like a real ID now in order yes. to be Yeah. So I've been, I've been living in PA for about three years. Nobody come for me, but I'm finally, I finally have a PA license and I've been dreading doing that. And I'm like, Oh, I finally did that. And now I I was like, well, let me just get a real idea at the same time. And I had to renew my passports. I'm like, those are two big things that I'm getting done in April. Like, you know, the freaking mental load with trying to figure that shit out. Um, so that would be an example of a personal one. Um, and I have a question. Are yeah. you planning to change your last name? Because if you are, oh, then you're going to have to do that all over again. I know. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Are you a Lloyd? Yes. 
Alloyed. I've, I've, I haven't decided if I want to, because my middle name right now is Curington, which I love, and it's my mom's maiden name. But I feel like Lauren Sharp Lloyd sounds really cool. Yeah, that's a good name. Lauren Curington Lloyd, not as cool. And Lauren Lloyd. Yeah. LL. So, yeah, you guys should try it out. It's a good and and you find yourself like really being able to celebrate the mundane things. I literally Mm -hmm. go through my calendar and like see what I had scheduled that month. And it kind of jogs my memory of like what I did that month and um, whether it's work, relationship, career, like things that you like, I'll I'll even write down, like went to an Eagles game, like things in life that I just did that I want to like, remember. Love it. Such a great idea. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, always a pleasure. And hopefully this episode validates those who feel the pressure, but also can incorporate some of that duality and dual thinking. Because if the more we can incorporate more flexible thinking and move away from like the all or nothing black and white thinking, it just makes things so much easier um, in general. Yes. So such a pleasure. And when I speak to you next, I will be a married lady. So <gasps> ah, that is very awesome. excited. <laughs> Everybody wish for me the best of luck. All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Food Therapy. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to support our podcast, please subscribe, hit download and share it with your community. We value your feedback. If you feel inspired, please leave a review. Let us know what you've learned and what you would like to hear next. All information about this episode will be linked in our show notes. New episodes of Food Therapy come out every Sunday, but you can stay connected with Food Therapy all week long by following us on Instagram at Food Therapy Pod. As a disclaimer, this podcast should not replace therapy or working with a registered dietitian. Thank you again, and we'll see you next week.